0: Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hi, everybody. It's 2021. Happy 2021, Sloots. I had a week off. And it felt like forever, but not really. It felt like it was one day, how vacation always works. And uh, let's just quickly talk about it being 2021. 2020 was draining as fuck. I had a lot of firsts. And besides the obvious ones that we all know about, I started my own company, I you know, had to build an entirely new brand. I had to do a bunch of shit, which really is small in comparison to, you know, a lot of the horrible things that happened in 2020, but it was rough. And I just want to quickly say how proud I am of everyone for making it through 2020. I needed a break, Um, but we have some fucking exciting things for 2021 that are coming. We are the sleuths. <laughs> now I feel like I can like be myself. Uh, to be completely honest, I did not feel too hot going into 2021. I was at a really, really low towards the end of 2020. Um, I was exhausted. I I mean there was just a bunch of shit going on. And I think a lot of people can relate. But I am feeling really, really positive right now. Wow, Sophia, that's a fucking first. I'm saying I feel really positive. Um, This might seem small, but this past week something really incredible happened to me. I was sitting at dinner and I was approached by a couple who recognized me. Oh my god. And that's what it was guys I'm a fucking celebrity I made it I'm kidding But this couple recognized me And they came up to me And they said Hey aren't you Sophia with an F And I said yes And they were like Oh my god 1-800-SLU Like we fucking love you I listen to your show And I'm driving Blah 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 And that interaction Like was a huge turning point in how I was feeling because after everything I went through last year, uh, I really developed a lot of self-doubt and a lot of anxiety and it just made me feel like everything I've been working on so far has been worth it and being recognized for my work on my show and not being recognized for some you know petty bullshit that was said about me in the media it it made me so fucking happy and I think that there's a lesson in that for all of us is to just keep fucking going No matter how down you are, no matter how much you hate yourself in that moment, it gets better and uh, never give up. Wow, fucking Confucius over here. Just kidding. I would not compare myself to him. I would compare myself to Oprah. Just kidding. A sexually active Dalai Lama. (laughs) Okay, so... I just want to say thank you so much, you guys, for helping me. And I fucking love all of you. Anyways, I have a very, very special person sitting next to me who I'm doing the episode with. He is back for a second time. I am joined by one of my very good friends, formerly known as Milf Hunter, now known as Ghost Rider. Say what up.
1: <laughs> Hello. Hi. Did you miss me?
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Not you. Not (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) For the OGs, he needs no introduction. For the new listeners, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) there is just so much fucking shit to say about you. Uh, Long story short, he was... A big part of the previous show I was on, um, he was one-third of that show. Uh, it was a very successful show. And we were both kicked to the curb.
1: <laughs>
0: no, just kidding. Only I was. <laughs> you you took that step yourself. And uh, we both kind of had to make a comeback of sorts. If, okay, if you guys want to hear it, the whole story, listen back to episode two. It's all there. Speaking of episode two, there were these 11 minutes that were cut out of the episode. The infamous 11 minutes. And I think, Ghostwriter, we should quickly tell them what that was about.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because I had hundreds, thousands of people freaking the fuck out, being like, what were the 11 minutes? Why were they cut out of the episode? <laughs> What the 11 minutes were, essentially, it was you and I talking about why we had these super messy public falling out departure Mm -hmm. from the company.
1: Yeah, very in-depth.
0: Yes. And we did not end up releasing it because we were threatened. Yes. Publicly. Yes. And not to get into the drama, because that's not what we're about to do on this episode, I promise you. Um, I'm just explaining what the fuck it was, because we were threatened to the point that we were told our lives would be fucking ruined if we talked about anything. (laughs) Yes. Anything at all.
1: Verbatim.
0: Which is kind of saying this out loud is wild.
1: Yeah, no, our voices were literally silenced.
0: Silenced. Mm-hmm. It's completely fucked up that you cannot speak about something so traumatic.
1: Yeah, no, we were put through, you know, a very life changing, traumatic experience and then told, don't say a fucking word <laughs> unless you have a quarter million for lawyer fees.
0: Right, right. And that's basically what it was. Yeah. And maybe it will be released, you know, down the road.
1: Should I link my Venmo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, guys, so that's a little bit about how we bonded. Um, we have become super good friends. And uh let's fucking get into the episode. And let's talk about fucking because we have the perfect guy here to talk about that. He's making a face. Why? Um He's reformed. So, anyways, ghostwriter. I want you to tell a quick story for everybody
1: because
0: because (laughs) we had lunch and I tried to Venmo him and he didn't have Venmo.
1: I told you you didn't have to Venmo me. But you insisted.
0: Okay. But you insisted. You wrote down to the penny.
1: (laughs) You were like, you were
0: like, you got a diet coke though. You forgot. That was a (laughs) two
1: dollars and fifty cents. Oh my god! You want me to treat you like you want (laughs) me to not be a good friend to you?
0: (laughs) Guys, whatever. I was trying to be a good friend and Venmo him, and then I tried to cash app him, (laughs) and he said I don't have that either, and. You know it's 2021 and usually people have those things and you're a young guy so why don't you have those things on your phone it's because you were fucking banned from them (laughs) and you're on America's most wanted list
1: (sighs) because you were
0: scamming people.
1: Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> just let him know. And ladies listening, this is some this is highly legal and he obviously this was like a while ago when he did this. He's gonna tell a story. But for ladies listening, if you wanna be, you know, scam, Joanne the scammer, this this is something you should listen to. So No, him.
1: this was this is a real Bonnie and Clyde story. It honestly. is. Basically, I had met this girl. And she was on the phone with one of her friends, mm-hmm. one of her guy friends, mm-hmm. who is actually a photographer for an NBA team. Okay. So I'm sitting there like next to her. And of course, I hear the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her about how he's making thousands of dollars. Okay. Um, By scamming.
0: <laughs> by not doing photography. <laughs>
1: uh, no, it's a little side hustle that's making him thousands and thousands of dollars a month. So, of course, my ears perk up. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. He tells her that him and his girlfriend um, created fake Tinder, fake Bumble, fake PayPal, fake Snapchat, and are scamming men with um the promises of erotic massages <laughs> <laughs> and are making hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a day. <laughs> so I'm like... I don't think that this would be a difficult transition at all. I think actually I'm, you know, I'm a, uh, whatever. I what think that word? Legend. Master.
0: You think you're those things.
1: In terms of finessing men
0: mm-hmm. with
1: the- a- Promises of sexual favors? Yes, I do.
0: He's straight, by the way. <laughs> the way that just sounded.
1: <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care.
0: Oh, I'm just saying. Okay, continue. <sighs> um,
1: So the girl I had just started dating at the time was the one who introduced me to this. Mm-hmm. And we were just on the same page, on some Bonnie and Clyde, on some me and you, you know, mm-hmm. uh... Let's get this money type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so we set up a a profile, a Bumble page with a different name, Mm -hmm. obviously, and a Tinder page with a different name, but her pictures. And those profiles in the bios um, explained that she was a uh, masseuse.
0: Mm. It was
1: very flirtatious, very sexual. I bet. Um, and erotic massages were and favors were hinted at. Got it. In the bottom of this bio was the name to a Snapchat. Mmm. So you added that Snapchat and sent messages and inquired on these private massages. So, within forty-eight hours, there was over two hundred and fifty Snapchat messages of men. <laughs> within 50 miles inquiring about private massages yeah of course you start flirting with them and via you know,
0: snapchat via
1: snapchat text okay. and you know they're like hyenas
0: men are disgusting
1: disgusting sick i didn't it got to the point where i was i was naive in the beginning <laughs> i didn't realize that after hey, you could get a dick pic <laughs>
0: now know how it fucking feels yo
1: that shit is exhausting it is harassment
0: it's full-blown <laughs>
1: It's unconsensual harassment
0: you guys think with your dick
1: yeah it's it's really humbling to see that we are complete cavemen yeah as an entire collective mm-hmm. so we had three devices in the basement an ipad um and two iphones oh my god and so we were constantly just like you know whatever friend would come over and hang out we'd be like hey talk to these guys You, you know? grab this
0: iphone yeah like...
1: we'd all be sitting with glasses of wine whatever movie or netflix show was in the background <laughs> hanging out you know sexting that on the ipad fun is fun. It, it was hilarious we had some great nights <laughs> um
0: hold on one second so you would start talking to them on snapchat or whoever had the iphone Talk to these men, rile them up, and get them horny or whatever yes. by sexting.
1: Yes, but we, they would, we would tell them about the services. Okay, got it. $120 for this, $150 for this, got it. $200 for that, $250 for, for this. First sexual favor. Yes. Okay, got it, yes. got it. And they w- and then we would start to get descriptive about what comes with the two fifty package. <laughs> what comes there's so many amenities, so many wait, benefits. Wait, I
0: need to hear <laughs> can you give me one example?
1: I mean, for two hundred dollars, you just get your you tell them you know you get a blow job, but you go super descriptive on right. what type of blowjob okay. they're gonna get. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like how it would be like this and like that. You show them that your experience. You tell I them I
0: would love for you to read one right now, but like <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are in I, you know, I throw this iPhone off a bridge Into the river it's filthy You might get an STD if you hold it like, <laughs> There's so many dick pics have come through that thing
0: wait, wait 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 okay but So how the fuck Do you get money then
1: Okay. Or are you showing up to suck your dick? <laughs> these guys <laughs> well, are like, like once you get a riled fine. up and you show up, you just have to have the right type of weave. And like, I <laughs> promise you, they'll they'll do it. Um no, in all seriousness, um you have to create leverage. In order to get anything you want, you have to negotiate from a place of leverage. And so we created a fake child. And this baby
0: this story just took a turn well, okay. wait, so
1: this girl who's giving the massages who's new to the area and starting her business back up
0: this fake girl
1: yeah this fake girl um she has a, a child a baby girl who's two years old and the babysitter who lives in the apartment conveniently that she does is available all the time but she has to be paid up front so in order to book the girl you need for the time that she'll be gone giving the massages at the guy's house Mm -hmm. the babysitter needs to be booked in order for the babysitter to be booked you need to receive a deposit from the men so you inform the men I'm sorry I have a child I need to pay my babysitter if I'm going to come and book you for a massage to know that you're not going to flake on me I need a deposit
0: a down payment Yeah, depending
1: on how nice the guy is or how gullible he is you might not even say a deposit you might just say I need to be paid up front you kind of gauge it case Uh, to case I love how you say
0: vulnerable or how fucking horny
1: he is. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how filthy the erotica <laughs> he's been sent is, you know, you could yeah. probably get the whole 250 the first go. You might get the full 250 out of two guys in a day and you've made $500. You might get a $75 deposit for a $150 massage. You might get that three or four times from a day. Uh, we would create it. Excel sheets where we would create fake schedules where, hey, sorry, we're booked with Steven in this area at 9 a.m., We can be there at 11, given your distance, you know. Uh um, Would you like to book this time? We made it look so real, so as professional as possible. Well, yeah, you
0: created a fake story about her having a baby. It sounds real. Yeah, yeah.
1: And we really got down into a system. We got into a system to the point where thousands of dollars were being made. There was a day where you might make $1,800. In 24 hours and you are getting that money through venmo and cash app
0: so you're sending pictures to these random dudes of your girl friend but not, it wasn't your girlfriend whatever whatever it
1: was it was your
0: situation shit
1: no that was my girlfriend okay your oh my girlfriend. god you're demeaning my emotional development
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you telling me that I'm incapable of love and a relationship?
0: I don't know. we're getting into that later in the episode. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, so you and you're using her pictures. She was a badass and you would be like, babe, whip out a titty because no, this guy wants to see that. No,
1: absolutely not. I was, there were times where I was like annoyed that she would make jokes like, oh, he's kind of cute. Like, what is this <laughs> one? I'm yeah. like, shut the fuck up and okay, get but, his money.
0: But you're sending him pictures. Don't, I mean, she's sending them because you guys were a team.
1: Oh, you're triggering me. No, Ooh. I'm just kidding. I'm just You know kidding. she
0: was talking to them like... like- <laughs> when
1: you are out of the room. <laughs> when I was asleep. No, no. Um, to be completely honest, I got so obsessed with how fast and how much money it was that I would do this from 6 a.m. to 2, 3 in the money morning. Money
0: changes people. Oh,
1: I was clocked in. I was clocking in 60-hour weeks. So she would be asleep and I would wake her up with a spoon. Like, listen, he needs a selfie of you holding this spoon okay, in your so, left hand. okay, hand.
0: Th- okay, that's what I wanted to ask because I feel like these guys at a certain point were like, how do I know Oh, this is real and yes. like you, send a, blah, a real blah. picture
1: because i would only send pictures from the camera roll like selfies she had taken in the mirror okay got and, it you know so they would say like sent from camera roll they'd be like no take a live picture so then okay. if you know anything about snapchat i would go in and i'd be like send this send this you know like they want to see your left finger up and mm-hmm. your your left index and your pinky You know,
0: and he he would be like, grab a spoon.
1: Yes, hold it in your left hand and place it. So I know
0: it's real. Yeah,
1: because a lot of them are like, I've never sent money to somebody without meeting them before. Like, prove to me this is real. Like, I believe you. Like, and I'd be like, they would, especially uh, if you're gonna do this. (laughs) My biggest advice is, don't ever play defense. Play the aggressive. You think I'm out here lying about my business, about how I support my daughter? Like talk to them like they are nothing.
0: I live my life that way. You turn it around on them. Yes.
1: yes. If you've
0: ever cheated and they come at you with that, you're like, Oh my
1: God. Oh (laughs) my god. Toxic Sophia is leaping out.
0: You know, I've done a lot of growth and I'm way healthier now, but I still have some toxic traits. Okay. Um. Anyways, back to this story that is absolutely insane. You're sending guys pictures. You are setting up these massages, quotation marks.
1: Yeah. I had already had experience of like texting you know, dudes, yeah, professional athletes or entertainers <laughs> or whatever, like having whole relationships and lives with them from good morning to good night and everything in between uh-huh. that entertaining a guy for two to three hours to get him horny enough or, you know, uh, committed enough to believe that he was going to get one on one or special treatment was very easy. Right. So I was cranking out like six but to eight you a day.
0: straight. People, he is straight. When you just randomly (laughs) say that, it Um, doesn't sound like you're straight. You you had a close relationship with a girl Mm -hmm. who will not say her name, Mm -hmm. and you would write her sex for her to like her athletes and whatever.
1: Yeah, this is all documented in episode 50. This is not this is not the first time that a yes. real listen, uh, OG listener would hear this information. They they would actually be familiar with this yeah, information yeah, yeah. already. Yes.
0: I'm just saying it for people who don't know you. So anyways, back to the story. So you we're sending pictures and then getting them to send money up front for these massages that you were going to do for them. Which massages mean?
1: Yes, erotic. T- yeah, you know, your typical Pornhub fantasy.
0: Yeah, erotic massages. So these men send you the money and you <laughs> block them.
1: Immediately after the money is sent, <laughs> I block them. <laughs> that and some of them were hilarious. Like, all right, I'm here. It comes. I'm gonna send it. Please don't block me. I hope this isn't a scam. And every time, I'm like, damn, got him again. Like, blocked. <laughs> blocked. That shit was your voice. <laughs> blocked. Blocked. <laughs> no, it was like, listen, if you're. A guy this stupid and this horny to solicit this type of sex work on this way. You deserve to get scammed. I'm teaching you a life lesson. Yeah. What was shocking to me is how, you know... The quality of some of the men out there, investment bankers, private equity, oh, athletes. You I know, mean,
0: disgustingness but, has yeah, no limit.
1: Uh, yeah. Your local sheriff's department, all of those. Right. All of them. Everybody with a badge was soliciting sex work. They're, <laughs> they're a top consumer. I'll tell you that right now. The boys in blue. <laughs> they love them a good erotic massage. <laughs> okay. So you're
0: doing this for how long? It didn't last that long.
1: I would say six to seven weeks.
0: Because you would get the money from them, block them, and then you started getting reported. (sighs) I mean, they started reporting you to Venmo, Cash
1: App. Yeah, it got to the point where I had to move. I tried to move locations because every time I would create a Tinder or a Bumble with that location, it would get banned like 15 minutes later. So I drive to my friend's house like 15 minutes away and I'm like, yo, I just need to use your basement. Like tell me the Wi-Fi password. And I walk in with like holding like three chargers and the iPad and everything. And like your team. Sweating. I'm like, I have an appointment in 15 minutes. He needs to know I'm coming. I need this money. Because it was coming, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was coming in so fast, I was spending it fast. Well,
0: and so easy. And you
1: don't. It was so easy, Sophia. I thought it was never gonna end. I thought that I had the yellow brick road for me and everybody else to get rich quick. Right. I really thought. And they. I'm telling you right now. I'm not sure what people know about you know technology or or the internet. But your IP address, mm-hmm. like your location, your phone, all these things are like traceable through these apps. They have all of your information.
0: Okay, so explain that part of it, that Venmo and Cash App, when they started catching on, they, they started looking into like the IP address, right?
1: Yeah, And so I couldn't even if I went on my laptop because sometimes the phones would get banned. But if you opened it up on a laptop on a different provider with a VPN on to like hide your proxy Mm -hmm. or your IP, you could get the money out you know got so it. we had sometimes I had I had multiple cash apps multiple Venmo's they kept on getting banned but my my IP wasn't banned so I would just make a new one you know instead right. of insert fake girl's name here and sometimes I would get accounts frozen with like $2,000 in it or like you know $800 in it and I would lose that money Venmo would just keep that you know oh. or they would refund the people whatever cash app however you're doing it Um, so then it got to the point where my entire IP was banned and it didn't matter. (laughs) I couldn't even create it in the app. Uh And then it got to the point where my, you know, my phone was banned. I couldn't even access the apps and create accounts to the point where even my own personal Venmo didn't work. Did you
0: like, did you ever think about creating a Craigslist that was just like, in iowa and just asked random ass people there to like create an account for you
1: oh i had that i was getting the don't forget that the tinders were getting banned also the tinders and bumbles were also getting reported so were the snapchats in order to make a tinder account you have to have a phone that's never used the app before i was texting people i hadn't talked to in years (laughs) like yo can you create a tinder i got $20 Twenty dollars for you. Create this Tinder for me and text me the code right now. Can I use your your phone for a Tinder account or a Bumble account? And like, uh, for twenty dollars, sure. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'll explain later. And I turned that twenty dollars into you know fifteen hundred dollars in a day or or five hundred dollars in a day. Right. So to me, it was nothing. Like, yo, know, I was text all my old teammates, old friends, people from old apartment complexes. I, you know, I opened Facebook for the first time in years just to get a, a Tinder account. I was (laughs) I was fiending. I was fiending.
0: So pretty much now you can't use any of those things. I am
1: banned on every single money sending app except for Zelle. But looking back, I think the two things that stand out to me were one, How I desperately begged to customer support to please unfreeze $1,500 in a Venmo (laughs) account that got banned.
0: Wait, you would call Venmo customer service?
1: I would be on there screaming at them. That my account had been hacked, that they need to gain my money right now. Like sometimes it would work. Sometimes they would give out. and sometimes they would just know, like, <laughs> fucking scammer. You know, like so I almost got some real, you know, ethical morality talks over <laughs> customer service. And then the other thing that really sticks out to me is how I spent that money. Mm. Um, I was spending the money all on experiences with me and my first girlfriend. And these dates, they didn't feel like regular dates. They, it was kind of like me and this girl were Bonnie and Clyde and we're sitting here at a steakhouse eating, (laughs) eating, you know, (laughs) eating prime cut (laughs) steaks and sipping on the expensive red wine. My first glass of red wine was off of scammer money, you know? You're
0: like, babe, cheers to Eric, that fucking loser.
1: (laughs) Yes, I can't believe he bought the whole package for two days straight. And paid Eric
0: Venmoed us fucking 500.
1: Let's tip 30% tonight. It was an experience, it made us closer. Right. There was like an adrenaline rush between doing this together. No, you that's know? fun. And it was in the first, like, few weeks of the relationship. Right. We just went all in on each other and trusted each other.
0: They're not together anymore, by (laughs) the way.
1: We had a great run, though. We had a hope she's doing great.
0: I think she, like, took it a little too far with one of your scammer things and left with the dude.
1: That's the part that I'm leaving out. The guy that offered to pay for (laughs) three months up front and fly her out to Sicily, she actually took that offer up. (laughs) <laughs> but we had we had a great run. It was a
0: good run. Um <laughs> so guys, if you want to do something highly legal and scam horny
1: dudes. This was a long time ago.
0: I know, it's fine. It's just so wild to me that guys do that because I mean, and I'm sure females no, actually, you know what? Females don't do that because we are smart. And, women. I don't call them females anymore. Women. Excuse me. I'm going to work on that. (laughs) Women are not dumb enough to pay the money up front. Okay. But this brings up a greater point is it used to be if a guy wanted to get off, he gets a prostitute or if he's online he goes to a website and looks at porn like uges or
1: uges <laughs> I was on that when I was like 13 <laughs>
0: <laughs> I literally just brought that up cuz my boyfriend in high school used to use it but whatever porn websites and do people just not do that anymore like is it now just only fans and snapchat premium and fucking patreon like do you use that shit
1: um no honestly like you know uh i'm just a regular you know Here's insert a
0: regular porn hub guy
1: insert random porn website here you know right like, there's literally millions and millions and millions of videos like right I, so- I just don't see it as something that i would pay for i pay for other dumb stuff but like that's not, i mean it might not be dumb to some people I don't think sex work is dumb. I don't think OnlyFans no, is dumb. I think no, no, no. It's genius.
0: Right, but like I, I personally wouldn't pay for that. Does anyone do that?
1: Just because somebody won't pay for something mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they won't get it. Think about <laughs> think about uh, a movie that you've seen. Like
0: okay, you get a pirated DVD.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, there are certain platforms like message boards or forums mm-hmm. that will have entire OnlyFans pages, every piece of content leaked on the forums. You Shut know what the I'm saying? fuck up. So people will go into like black holes of the internet to find their OnlyFans. They steal sex workers' like content, like their livelihood.
0: So there's leaked only fans yes god yeah that is beyond fucked up
1: i remember and do these
0: people charge for it or they just leak it and they're just like here you go
1: some charge some leak it i've i've uh seen screenshots where some people are charging half the price of the monthly subscription so if you pay that person instead of paying twenty dollars a monthly subscribe pay this person ten dollars and get everything you know what i'm saying sent to you on a fucking Google Drive or something.
0: Wow. Nothing, nothing is fucking safe on the internet. Which actually, if you are promoting your OnlyFans, you know, this is a fucking weird ass segue. Didn't you tell me the best way is to promote it on Reddit?
1: I would say that's the best way to do it privately. If you didn't oh. want to post on your Twitter, if you didn't want to post on your Instagram, if you didn't want to do make a TikTok that, like, you know, you okay. do certain different dances or whatever the fuck it is, just using if you didn't want to use a public platform like right. that to grow, a low key way to grow is on
0: Reddit and yeah, girls do that.
1: Yes, is to find certain fetishes or pages. Just find blogs that are hubs for horny men and And post it on there. And post it on there.
0: Wow. So
1: that's like if you didn't want to have, you just want to have one that was completely private.
0: Right. So girls, if you, or guys, if you want to keep your OnlyFans on the DL, just promote that shit on Reddit. Yes. Groundbreaking. Uh, What kind of porn do you like, by the way? Are you into anything kinky?
1: To be honest. You got to live
0: up to the title.
1: (laughs) I mean, to be honest, I think the title kind of, it limits me it's kind of (laughs) i really i like what type of thing what type of porn do you think uh, a milf hunter would watch of course it's it will always be milf porn the thing is i have an emotional attachment to that type of porn porn is not something that men typically have like an attachment to
0: and you have that attachment because you fucked that milf that changed your life forever
1: and i'm still in love with her yes
0: Oh, my God. And so I, like, try to
1: recreate that feeling.
0: But Okay, but that's not really that kinky.
1: No, it's depressing and traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, um...
0: Your your jack-off sessions sound like they're a lot of fun. like, sometimes it's, like, tears
1: dripping onto my dick. (laughs) No, no, but, um, honestly, I don't really like kinky porn. Like, I've never really been explorative with porn, to be honest. I think, uh... Not at
0: all? DP...
1: That's not, like, kinky. It's not? <laughs> I mean, that's just, like, <laughs> porn.
0: Okay, so, so k- okay, let's talk about kinky porn, because I want to know if that's not kinky.
1: I mean, the... Laying kinky, an egg. I think... <laughs> keep going. I know you have some time. Get it off your chest. You want us no, to talk about this. No, girls
0: put eggs in their pussy.
1: Like, what type of egg? Like,
0: like, like a hard-boiled egg, and then push them out. Like, are you into anything like that? Tentacle porn, stuck porn?
1: <laughs> that's not kinky. Where the milf acts like she's stuck in the bed, and the stepson's <laughs> trying to get her out, and ends up drilling her. Like that's that's just bad acting. That's PMP
0: not... porn. What's that? Party and play. Like oh. when they smoke a bunch of meth, no. and then they all fuck each other. No. So not any of these. No. So you, like, I could one wa- guy, I, I, one I, I, I
1: MILF. Was, I watch crackheads fuck outside of my old apartment buildings all the time. <laughs> it's not some kinky type of sex.
0: Okay, wow. I thought you were, like, actually... A kinky vet.
1: No, I mean I like the I like the threesome, like that's probably MILF porn two and guys
0: and one girl or two girls and one guy? Either or.
1: Either or. It depend it depends. Okay. It really depends. But like That's I don't not know. that kinky though. No, not at all. That's a just a MILF the,
0: and a threesome. No, I would
1: say it's probably 70-30, like MILF porn, threesome porn, split between that. Pretty bland, honestly.
0: Wow, you are very bland. Lots of truths are coming at the table. What type of porn
1: do you watch?
0: Oh my god, I was put on the spot. Girl on girl, for sure.
1: With like toys or No.
0: Eating out or scissoring. I like (laughs) tutorial porn. I know that sounds so fucking weird. really like
1: walkthrough porn? Like,
0: like dudes that have a girl on a table and they're like, I'm going to teach you how to make a girl squirt. I'm going to teach you how to like finger a girl correctly or eat her out correctly.
1: They're like talking to the camera like an infomercial, yes. but they're fingering her.
0: Yes. And they <laughs> do it like step by step and make her come. And I've been into that since I was like 20.
1: So this is like eight years strong.
0: Yes. And I think it's the hottest thing and I don't know why.
1: Do you have like a certain instructor that's like your go to? I could
0: find his name. (laughs) (laughs) There's two. I think it's just because you know they're like professionals.
1: Mm-hmm. You're probably they com- know
0: what they're fucking doing. You're
1: comfortable with them.
0: No, it's not comfortable. It's like, I don't want to come. But then if you were laying on a table with them, like they're going to make it happen. Do you get
1: what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 like you don't have a choice. You yes. have no choice. It's not Ooh, up to you.
0: We get deeper into that. <laughs> like we don't need to. But I do like that. I mean, I like other shit. But we're not talking about the type of porn I like. We're talking about other things. Actually, I want to quickly ask you, because I have so many fucking girls write in about this. Do you care about what a vagina looks like?
1: Yes, of course. Really? Absolutely. Explain. I mean, like I have, just like how everybody has their...
0: You want a hot dog and a bun. Or no, just the bun. No flaps.
1: No, 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 no. No, no. I
0: love how I'm calling them flaps <laughs> on my sex podcast. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> excuse me, labia. That's what I meant to say. No,
1: no, curtains don't bother me. They, they don't. D- no, it's more so like it's more so that it has to match the person. Like it's how they, it's all put together. Do you know what I'm saying? Like.
0: Matches their personality.
1: (laughs) That too though. (laughs) That too. Like you could What? No, I'm telling you Their
0: pussy has to match their
1: personality. I'm just saying like the whole aura of a person. I kind of think of like I kinda think of it's like how it's put together overall. Like it's really like an outfit. Like it might look kind of weird laying on your bed, but when it you put that on, it matches your figure. Like it's you know what I mean? Like it looks right on you. Does that make sense? It might yes. look crazy on another girl, but like on you, like it's perfect.
0: Okay, I briefly talked about last episode a friend who had one labia longer than the other. And Wait, what? One labia. <sighs> one flap. Can I just call them flaps? Longer, I don't have
1: one. You can call it whatever okay. you want.
0: <laughs> Longer than the other, and a guy called it a wizard sleeve. Oh. And then he asked her to get it cut so it could match the other one, which to get is it di- trimmed. Yes, which is disgusting and fucked up. Okay. Anyways, that's besides the point. I said. I did not have a vagina that looked like that. And a lot of people took that offensively, like I was shaming that vagina. I have a Arby's double meat sandwich situation, okay? So anyone that thought I was shaming her, no. Like, I really am not. Dun, 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 we have the meat. It's not the Arby's commercial.
1: I think it's we have the beef, right?
0: We have the beef.
1: Yo, I'm sure they I'm sure I heard this some of them were closing up. I'm sure you could get an ad for RVs. I'm sure that you could that convince beef. your fan base to resuscitate that franchise.
0: Everyone tag RVs and tag Sophia Franklin Rose Beef. Please. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to say that. Um the the way your pussy looks, girls. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't.
1: He's fucked couch cushions before. (laughs) Yes. I promise you, you're the most beautiful thing in the world that he's ever seen.
0: Yes. Thank you. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Ali came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salude religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salude knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salude. Body count. What is it?
1: <laughs> oh my God. I'm not going there why <laughs> is this the old show <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't need to talk about body count actually by the way if your boyfriend or girlfriend or anyone you're dating asks you what your body count is do not answer red flag don't ever answer
1: no not at all
0: and if you have to lie about it lie, lie 100% die with it but the name milf hunter ugh you were huge slut womanizer <laughs> Hypersexual, that's what you used to, that's what you were known as, and I think we should just talk about it for a second. Okay, so what led you to be this MILF hunter persona, which is essentially an extremely hypersexual person? Yeah. Where did that stem from?
1: Well, I think that any person can see that that persona, that character, those views are incredibly unhealthy. Well, yeah, like they're fucked. Yes, and I think, I think, like that hypersexuality. To be completely honest, uh, I know that it stems from like my childhood and like my f- early and first sexual exper- uh, experiences, right? Without a doubt,
0: that's like therapy one hundred
1: and one. I don't even need therapy. To it, know but- that. It's just like
0: <laughs> everything's from your childhood. <laughs> um. So, okay, so that's really interesting. What specifically? Um, you don't have a dad. <laughs> bastard. I mean,
1: I, He's a bastard. Us. best what we bonded over. <laughs>
0: Guys, I'm making the, a joke because I didn't have one either.
1: No, we bonded over the, you know, <laughs> single, mo- the strong <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish single women. Like, totally. Um, but,
0: but I love how I just asked you and I'm about to take this shit over. <laughs> so the reason I'm the way I am, but... It's just interesting. I want to point out quickly, we both were raised with single moms and we did not have, like, a father figure in our lives. You know, we, had,
1: we had, like, very similar lives and, like, co- complete opposite spectrums yeah. of the world, though.
0: Yeah, totally. But mine did not manifest in hypersexuality.
1: Yeah. But yours did.
0: So, I mean, tell us about that a little well, bit. Well,
1: I think um, I was raised around nothing but, like, passionate puerto rican women Mm -hmm. who like loved me to death Mm -hmm. but i had got i was like you know a little soft and spoiled with all the attention and love from like a house full of women that um i really really was like desperate for like male approval growing up but i didn't even know it it was like involuntarily I was like enamored by this you know the the alpha male persona I didn't understand it.
0: Right. I mean you were a kid so like yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I think that like um I don't know I was um not sheltered because I was I was always outside you know mm-hmm. I was very active but like it was impossible for my mom to like
0: control you. Sh-
1: control and shield me. You right know what I mean? right like, right she had her own issues like we're living in government funded housing section 8 you know welfare like there's she's got two kids we all sleep right. in the same room you know
0: she can only protect you so much yeah like
1: i'm i go outside every mm-hmm. single day and i got bullied you know like my mom being a muslim hijabi like puerto rican and i am the only white kid we're constantly moving in these low income neighborhoods Every new apartment complex, like I go outside, I'm the easiest target to bully. You know, it, it it, like kind of created this aggressiveness.
0: Right. And didn't and you moved all the time. How many times did you say you moved?
1: I think like seven times before I like went to high school. I went to Holy my first high school. Shit. And so I realized very quickly, like nine years old, that the only way to stop the bullying at this new, you know, the first time I'd go outside to the basketball court or at whatever new place I lived was to just punch the first person in the face. Like if you, you just start a fight with the first person and you just set the tone early that like this is not what we're about to do. Holy And shit. it created this like uber aggressive like and when I first did that, I and I first tasted like respect from other men. Mm. i w- I like, wow, this is it was a different type of high. even as a kid, like nine years old, I remember that feeling like,
0: wow, you know, like that like,
1: wow, this is this this adrenaline.
0: Okay. so how did that lead to you being hypersexual?
1: Okay, so, um, like I said, I was like craving male approval. Mm-hmm. and men res like respect other men for, you know, get hooking up with a bunch of girls. Of like, course. that's just how it works. And
0: punching kids in the face, which you
1: yes. did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the
0: punching kids in the face.
1: And sports. So, like, mm-hmm. so at a young age, I realized that if I made plays in sports and if I hooked up with girls that I would get the respect of all the guys around me, older guys, maybe somebody's uncle or somebody's cousin, all my teammates, all my peers. So these are very caveman like things. And at a very young age, I'm just soaking all this in because these are what other men are telling me. This is what they respect. I'm watching, you know, the food chain. And this is like, this is what I think is right. So I would say my first sexual experience, losing my virginity was like really unhealthy. When mm. I look back on it, so are you
0: down to talk about it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's definitely a trigger warning here, though.
0: Okay, everybody, trigger warning.
1: Uh, this is a form of sexual trauma, so I would just say okay. this is a trigger warning for sexual trauma. Um, my first sexual experience, um, was literally like right next door to my apartment. I was 13 years old; she was 16.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, I was um sitting outside
0: okay i feel like that sounded like crazy it's super insensitive no 13 is extremely young but continue
1: yeah so i'm sitting outside with two of my neighbors they're 14 15 years old you know like they're on varsity football you know like they're the cool kids in in our complex okay and um so you
0: look up to them (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, was, I was really happy to be around them. Okay. Like I was really happy that these were my neighbors. I thought that we lucked out at this place. You know? <laughs> like, wow, I would mix the cool people Yeah. You know? Um, so there was this girl who had a certain reputation in the apartment complex. I'd only been there a few weeks and I they had put me on or they had let me know what type of reputation she had. Okay. And um She got around. Yeah. Okay. So she's walking into she lived, lived, like, two, three doors down from where I did, and, and they're all connected. And she's walking by, and she's like, oh, like, the new kid's cute, the white kid's cute type of thing. And they're like, you know, and she, like, is smiling and, like, she goes and walks by and goes into her apartment. And, and they're like, yo, like, go in there. Mm. Like, go ever." We would all, like, leave our doors open. Right, right, like, right. it right. was, like, very accustomed to, like, if you're friends with somebody, you're, like, you might be in their house, like... You know yeah. what I'm saying? My friend might make a sandwich in my house. It was just, we were very comfortable in each other's space. Mm-hmm. So they're like coercing me to go in there. I'm like, okay. Like I didn't know what was, you know, going to happen walking in there. You oh, know? Like really? I, I, I mean... wasn't like timid or like scared. I was just like, I didn't know. You know right. I didn't know. I was just going in there like, okay. Like right. it was nothing to just, you know. Yeah. Um.
0: You were thinking in your head, like, I'm just going to go in there and just kind of like flirt with this girl and just like kind of I'm going see... to talk to her. Yeah. I'm going to talk to her. Like okay. it doesn't,
1: you know. Um so we get in there and you know not to be too detailed we're hanging out we start kissing and she completely initiates sex okay and like i'm talking to the point where like i didn't put the first condom on myself mm-hmm, like it mm-hmm. was put on for me typically. got
0: it got so, it so
1: you know i'm like you know like what enamored do you know mm-hmm, what i mean i'm and, I bet, you know i'm yeah. like yeah, this is a very peculiar sexual experience at 13 and um and we end up having sex Mm -hmm. and you know like there's no like really talking or communication after it Mm -hmm. you know we just uh
0: how did you feel like after
1: i would i just like i got dressed Mm -hmm. put my clothes on walked outside and both of my boys were out there like gassing me do you know what i'm saying like i didn't know how i felt i thought that it felt good because they they praised me right you know what i'm saying like i wasn't really like you know what i'm saying like i wasn't and i wasn't in control during the sex like i didn't know what to do
0: yeah so you know
1: she was kind of in control and leading the whole thing so i was just like along for the ride Do you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and then i was like Treated like this, and she was demeaned. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm like, she was like, Oh my god, this is like, she's such a little slut in the right. complex. And I'm like, Oh my god, the new cool kid now who lives right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 it just after that,
0: wait, so do what okay? When you say that and she was demeaned, it's kind of like she took advantage of you, yeah, she did, yeah, 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 yeah. and. To go outside and then have them, like, praising you, it was almost like you felt like you were, like, regaining control of the situation because you were kind of being, like, we fucked and, like, that's, like, a little slut, whatever.
1: It's so interesting that you say that because, yeah, you're 100% right. Mm -hmm. You're 100% right. I, in fact, I was so... Desperate to regain control and so uncomfortable with not having control that it changed the way that I had sex Like Mm -hmm. I didn't have sex with girls on top of me for years That's so interesting because I didn't or like, you know certain positions like I had to be in complete control Mm -hmm. All the time. So like that's very interesting. You say that like look. Yes, 100% Yeah,
0: that makes sense So I mean I don't want to like take over for you but like that's your first sexual experience
1: um no technically no so like the trigger warning is not over
0: mm-hmm, trigger like, warning again
1: yes this is a, a childhood sexual experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so i was i think seven or eight years old and um i had had a like a unconsensual sexual experience with uh like a kid a little bit older than me mm-hmm. and it was nothing like this is this is not like a uh, I don't really know how to word it. There's just, this is not as um as bad. There's I know what you're saying. There's definitely cases that are way worse than this. I understand.
0: I like know compared exactly to what you're saying. compared
1: to other, you know, sexual experiences that kids have mm-hmm. at a young age. This was, you know, I'm one of the lucky ones. Right. You, it, for, compared all, to stories it, that I've heard.
0: Yeah. It's all horrific, but there's different intensities. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes that's
1: a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Um. So the interesting part about this sexual experience is that it wasn't really, like, for me personally and and what had happened, it was how my mother and family reacted. So that really, I remember being, like, young and paying full attention to, like, recognizing it immediately. Yeah. So so my mom, when you, like, live in poverty, that's, like, pressure. You know, that's, like, anxiety and stuff. And you grow up around. Every day. Yeah, in that. You grow up as a kid with that in your household. And my mother never like cracked or folded. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I might hear her crying in the other room or I might know you. I know money's tight. I know not to ask for things. Right.
0: Like, but she keeps it together. She kept
1: it together. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? But I remember after that, she was so like f- kind of f- not frantic, but like. uh.
0: So after the abuse Happened, yeah,
1: after it happened, and I told her, and
0: you told her, Mm -hmm. which that is very interesting that you told her, yeah, because a lot of kids don't ever tell anyone. So, you left that sexual experience, the sexual abuse, um, feeling like I'm not gonna say indifferent because that's absolutely not what it was, but you left it. Probably maybe confused or just not knowing exactly how to feel when you told your mom.
1: Yeah, I think that, um, she,
0: it was her reaction.
1: Yeah, she had not only was like, could I tell in her mannerisms, like she was like more frantic and like her facial expressions and stuff.
0: It was a different type of like,
1: yeah, but also she was trying to keep it together. But also it was the level of attention and the uh, the longevity of how committed she was to teaching me about consent and my body. And Got like, it. do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about book after book after book, like right. video after video after video, yep. like conversations, lecture, normalized talking about, mm-hmm. you know, sexual experiences at a really young age and and be able, being able to speak fluidly about it. Yeah. Um, That's
0: that is just so fucking interesting cuz I'm having a flashback that I had an experience when I was younger and the exact same thing. My mom would have books and she would point Mm -hmm. and be like, what is this called? A vagina. Okay. Like next page, like teaching me every single thing at such a young age.
1: Yeah. I have no idea. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. once again, because we don't talk about these things. Thank you. You don't talk about them with your friends. I mean,
0: what a powerful thing that we're fucking talking about it right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And so I left that, First experience at like seven, eight years old, like wow, that's how they react Mm -hmm. to that type of. If you do that with somebody, everybody's gonna react like that, and Mm -hmm. they're gonna do. You know what I mean? I I was like, huh, intrigued, and then I had that experience at thirteen, and I'm like, wow, this is you know what I mean? Like, this is how you get everybody to like 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 you. Mm. You know, this is how this is how guys are gonna like you, and it wasn't more so about being liked. Or loved or whatever, it was more so about the respect. Right. Because if you have the respect, yeah, the praise, of course, for the ego, mm-hmm. but the respect is when it's organic, it, it hits different. Okay. Like it feels different. Yeah. You can tell. So I, once again, then I grew into like, you know, a, a star athlete at these private boarding schools where kids are paying $50,000 a year to go and i'm being respected because i hook up with girls and i make plays like in whatever sport that i was playing so i'm all of the the unhealthy sexual like roots that i grow get reaffirmed they get watered by like these this like false reassurance mm-hmm. reaffirmation this toxic masculinity right and uh, well
0: and you being part of a sports team i'm assuming the toxic masculinity there in itself is fucking it oozes
1: out of the locker room and i've been in every type of locker room i've mm-hmm. been in uh uh a football locker room. I've been in a basketball locker room. I've been in a lacrosse locker room. I've been at ones where the kids' dads own the largest share of Verizon. I've been in the locker room where it's the one of the worst public schools in the, in the state. Like I've been in in every type of locker room and every type of demographic. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> as many shapes and sizes like right. there's no the art major is not any less toxic than you know like the the sec vineyard vines kid mm-hmm. like it's just different types there's yeah you know flavors to it right. I, w- I would say you, you kind of understand double standard that exists
0: what do you mean by that
1: i'll tell you right now i've walked in the, i've been in locker rooms where they gossip more than any group of girls that you would ever, that the stigma would ever lead you to. Mm. Like they, you know, everything about everyone, because as soon as he walks in the locker room, he can't wait to stand on the bench and, you know, hold a, a meeting to let everybody know somebody's business, you know, like some real groupy. like I've seen, I know men that are way bigger hoes than any girls that they scream. Like it's really I, I wish I wish And when you
0: say gossip, you're talking about like them talking about like their sexual experiences.
1: Or anything. anything. It doesn't matter. Like right. did you see so and so's bag today? Like I think it might be fake. You know what <laughs> I mean? But like this man squats six hundred and fifty pounds. Like it's funny. It, it is it's funny, but like if you pair those s- sexual experiences along with like years and years and years of Literally nine months out of twelve, I'm in a locker room.
0: Right, and the no dad.
1: (laughs) I almost forgot about that. (laughs) Of course, I have. It's easy
0: to forget about him because they weren't
1: there. Oh my god, I'm so happy I have my (laughs) close friends here to rip off every (laughs) scab. No, I'm just kidding. No, but
0: like that's your fucking case study for. People literally, that are hypersexual. Literally.
1: No, yeah, 100%.
0: But if I can be- And I
1: was um like 2 months premature and they had to born 2 months premature and they had to like raise me in an incubator bubble. So my mom always used to make jokes that like I'm like a test baby, do you know what I'm saying? Really? Yeah, or like underdeveloped. That's not funny.
0: I wonder if your <laughs> brain ever fully developed, you can get dead.
1: Probably not.
0: Um <laughs> Okay. We need to stop. I do want to be serious for 2 seconds. Uh, we fuck around with each other a lot. We
1: have a dark humor with each other. We have
0: a dark humor and we always mess around, but I want to say truthfully, thank you so much for sharing that, uh, child sexual abuse. Um, people don't fucking talk about it and it just like creates this cycle where, People feel more ashamed because no one talks about it. And I think it's important that we do. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, thank you for like being my friend and creating an environment where I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really appreciative of that.
0: Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, I think that we're going to move on. I think we're going to lighten up the mood a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about something I like to call slut. University. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls, Slut University, here we go. Guys, it's time. Welcome back. It's a new semester, bitches. We have the dean. Hi. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The president.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just want everyone in attendance to be aware that this is a one-of-one Slut University seminar. Yes. We might never do... Another slut university together again. So we're yeah. gonna take this very seriously.
0: Beyond, and I want straight A's.
1: Yeah, this is the, this is a this is your new start.
0: Yes, this
1: is not 2020. <laughs> no, this is a new semester.
0: New year, new student. Okay, straight A's, slutant. SLUDENT. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. All right, I want to talk about sex toys in the bedroom, and to me. This topic kind of feels a little bit basic, but it's really not.
1: And it's really not.
0: Because I get hundreds of questions about this constantly. And I want to hear from you.
1: The Dean of sludents,
0: The Dean of sludents, What you think about that?
1: I think, well, there's two aspects of it. Okay. I think are very interesting. One, the misconceptions of it from men specifically.
0: And what do you mean by that?
1: Men are intimidated and insecure about toys. Usually, they look yeah. at them as like uh, a rival instead of mm-hmm. you know a comrade. Mm. <laughs> and I think men couldn't be, the you guys couldn't be missing more. You guys look at him as you know a villain like Ray. the Joker. You Ray. know what I mean? I look <laughs> at it as Batman and Robin. You know, <laughs> like it's you don't understand. Well. And once again, there's two aspects, how you actually physically use them and your relationship with the person you're using them with, because that matters what type of toys you use, how you use them, you know, how often you use them. Yeah. And then there's also uh, the aspect of it is like what people are comfortable with.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and,
1: and, you know, if somebody has familiarity with sex toys, if you're the first person you're using them with, if, right. you, if you use them with everyone, you have to be careful with these boundaries in a relationship also, like how you introduce it.
0: Well, yeah, know? absolutely. But I mean, what you were saying, a lot of men feel insecure and feel like their dicks were cut off and their manlihood is gone. If you asked. To bring a vibrator in.
1: 100% like, what? Like, I can do that. I can do that. No, you literally cannot do this. Thing is like a fucking (laughs) R2-D2 of sex. Like, this thing is...
0: Battery powered. Yeah. Okay, but for you, you love doing it. Bringing them in.
1: Yeah, I think one, it is great for foreplay Mm -hmm. it's not oh not every time i have sex am i like super excited and ecstatic to like go through foreplay and do it the right way for like you know 15 minutes men don't they think that oh i'm just gonna shove my dick in her and she's gonna love it like no no you know you have to go through foreplay to like build her up to a certain place where you know it's gonna be enjoyable for both parties and oh my goodness the toys kind of just like do that work for you you know right. like you can you can literally tell her i want to watch you use it and then all of a sudden she's doing your job for you wait that's fucking amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah imagine a dog walking itself oh my goodness <laughs> Oh, my goodness. No, no. Um, I've never
0: thought about that before. Yeah. It, I go into foreplay sometimes and I'm like, do I really have to put his dick in my mouth? <laughs> like, Do I? Do I? I mean, okay, foreplay, if you're in a relationship, sometimes you just don't want to fucking do it. Sometimes you're tired. But if you're fucking someone you're not that into... And you have to give them 15 minutes licking their pussy and fingering them, etc. <laughs> or sucking et the dick. <laughs> Pegging, like whatever. I mean, this is when the sex toy is your
1: savior. Yeah, I, Batman and Robin. There were times where Bruce Wayne sat in the Batcave <laughs> and sent Robin out to do a whole mission <laughs> and acted like he was teaching him. <laughs> like, come on now. You sat there and just watched the whole thing. That I'm telling you, it's a great
0: Way to save your ass when you don't want to do shit. No,
1: I would just look at it as, you know, something that is helpful for you. Mm -hmm. You know, also, I genuinely really think that men undervalue the worth of and the versatility mm-hmm. of sex toys like yeah you could she could be using it and you could be talking to her and it's still engaged and it's way less effort but it feel it's a way different dynamic for her yeah you know what i'm saying it's it's a different you're talking to her you're stimulating right you know, th- different senses for her while she's using the toy or you're using the toy on her and you're making her talk to you you mm-hmm. know there's just the, the, it, it doesn't have to be 15 minutes the toy makes it like three the sex <laughs> toys are like microwaves For, like, orgasms, I'm telling you, like, they really speed up the whole process. Right. And for people who listen to the podcast, like, on a faster speed, Mm -hmm. that's what I would relate it to. Like, it just gets you to where you want to go faster.
0: And trust me, you feel that way using it on a girl. Women feel the same.
1: I believe it. I've
0: had plenty of times where I'm like, I just want (laughs) to come.
1: (laughs) I really only care about me.
0: I just want to come. I don't want to... You know, go into the other room and masturbate. I mm-hmm. want to do it with my partner, but I don't have 20, 25 minutes right now. Yeah. So bring on the vibrator. <laughs> no, I understand you know what I mean?
1: completely. It's also interesting. Sometimes, you know, we have sex with somebody who you, who you might be dating or in a relationship with. And it's okay to have that 10, 15 minute great sex Mm -hmm. with a toy that's like in and out quick and efficient, you know, and you guys just get your nut and shower or whatever. And then there's also, you know, people you use toys with that you might link up with them or hang out with them strictly to have crazy sex toy filled interactions. Hours
0: of sex. Yeah,
1: yeah, with wild toys that might look like an arsenal to someone else, (laughs) you know, like a real weapons chest or something. Do you
0: do you find it a turn on if a girl either has toys or like uses them
1: um i think or do you not really care either way i kind of think that she's i feel like girls that use toys generally
0: know how to come
1: generally know how to come and know themselves better sexually Mm -hmm. and might be more comfortable with it Mm -hmm. because they enable themselves to have orgasms and enjoy right you know like their sexuality i don't know i'm You know, you would know better than me, to be honest. That's just just my perspective, how ignorant it may be or whatnot. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree with that. I think so. But I'm just wondering, there are some men that, you know, are little bitch boys and they get intimidated by a girl pulling out a sex toy. But I feel like it's probably hot too for like a different group of men.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hot... men who aren't riddled with insecurity. Right. Like, you know, who don't have crippling insecurity to the point where they sabotage the quality of sex they're having because mm-hmm. they can't get out of their own head. Right. You know, that's not the girl's problem. Right. You know, I promise you. You can replace a guy. You, hey, I, you could Snapchat some guy or text some guy like, hey, I'm literally holding my vibrator. Like, where are you? Like, come over. Mm-hmm. And you can replace the guy who is riddled with insecurity in probably 25 minutes. Yeah. On average. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just, please don't ever forget that. Do not let him ruin your sexual experience. Never, Ever. I think that one of the great parts about Slut University mm-hmm. is how interactive and hands-on the president and the dean of students hmm we're speaking from personal experiences
0: Always. we're talking about
1: sex toys as you know as if we're some experts or whatever but there was a point for the vast majority of my sexual experiences i did not use or had ever used toys what about you
0: i mean i would but in this complete well they've heard
1: stories about
0: <laughs> me penetrating an asshole?
1: Yes. Or what? And sex toys falling all over the floor everywhere. No! Being littered in the room like mines.
0: Guys, episode four, check it out. A guy dumps all of our sex toys that we had on the floor in front of me. So go listen to that one. Um, My first experience. I would use them when I was younger just to fucking use them. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I don't. It explain. W- it wasn't... Helping me get off. Okay, cock rings. Okay. I feel like that's usually the number one toy people start with.
1: When they're younger. Okay.
0: And... It wasn't good for him. It wasn't good for me. But it was just me being, you know, in high school, being like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> this, this is some savage shit." <laughs> but throw that on there. Let's go. <laughs> Yo. You know what I mean? Oh
1: my god. Honestly, and I look at Ring Cock. I don't know. I look at like those high school ones, especially that everybody would buy, like the Spencer's ones. I look at them like like <laughs> ring pops. Honestly, of like sex toys, like so embarrassing.
0: Do you like those at all? No. I I don't. No, no. But I mean, I, I did have an amazing, insane experience with a sex toy when the guy was going down on me and fingering me. But he was putting this. It was a vibrator mm-hmm. next to like on his tongue. So his tongue was like had that
1: vibration thing yeah, going as was, he was
0: eating meow.
1: Yeah, it was kind of like a half and half. Like you were getting half of the tongue, half the vibrator, like a mix of the two, kind yeah, of yeah, you know like different
0: mean? sensations, and yeah. it was it was like incredible,
1: and it was probably the first time that that had been. What it, well, it was the first time it had been done to you? Also, like it came out of nowhere.
0: Absolutely, yeah. He
1: just surprised you with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he caught you right off a- guard. Absolutely. Toys also are kind of like usually men's tutorial for how to make women squ- squirt like on command. Like mm. I know, it's the first time I made a girl squirt. I was like sex 17, thinking that I should be ramming every girl with, you know, with a jackhammer dick and right. stuff. And and it just reaffirmed like all these terrible sex habits that I thought were like these amazing porn right. moves or whatever. I would say another thing that men don't understand is how much you can learn about a girl's body from using a toy. Like a toy is usually how a lot of guys get a girl to squirt for the first time. Oh. It's just easier. It's R- easier because like you said, it's different sensations.
0: Okay. So can you explain it?
1: Okay, like what do you well,
0: do?
1: I mean I mean, like you said, the mm-hmm. move that you just said, mm-hmm. like that is and the element of surprise is I think crucial with something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a little bit different when you just get caught off guard by multiple sensations. That alone, surprise, is a sensation.
0: Yes, you know,
1: and and it's like, and it um it kind of accelerates the physical sensations that you're feeling.
0: Absolutely. So
1: I think that is a great one. I think there's also you know multiple whole like you could be fingering her and using the toy in her ass. You feel me? Or exactly, you could be using it on her clit. See, and-
0: th- see, that's a thing where people I don't sometimes they don't they think about a sex toy and they think okay so i just hold it on a girl's vagina yeah that's not it
1: no you got to use that motherfucker like it's the put it in her mouth yeah you got to use it like it's the disney wand do you know what i'm saying (laughs) like that's harry potter like you really have to have a good relationship like i said guys like i picked i pick out The sex toys that I will use on a girl, like Mm -hmm. that is my weapon of choice. That's, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's what I'm arming myself with. Batman and Robin, like that is really an accessory. Okay,
0: but absolutely. I mean, girls, putting a dildo or a butt plug or what have you in your ass and then having an orgasm vaginally – It feels so fucking good. Like, it really, really does.
1: No, yeah. And you can... And here's the thing. You don't have to just use one toy. You get a butt plug that's like a vibrator. Mm -hmm. You could get a vibrator that's for her clit. You could really fuck her up like <laughs> i'm just you could really have her feeling things she's never felt Absolutely. before talking her through the whole thing mm-hmm. and she will never forget you because you made her feel like that yes like ever the sexual experiences that you will have with her will never be the same because you made her feel like that i
0: she's, mean a guy did it to me and i'm still in love with him yeah
1: you were so encouraged to do everything else to him so much better it i was you... a
0: whore <laughs> I was a whore.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I was. I believe it though, but you were excited. You were on. Un- you were encouraged. Mm-hmm. You were self a self motivated whore.
0: A f- self motivated slew.
1: Yes, I, I really love really it. was. I love it.
0: And I think the sex toys during sex great, but your point foreplay, using them during foreplay.
1: Yeah, she's gonna think that your dick is better than it is because you b- worked her up with this toy.
0: I was actually talking to a dude and he told me, (laughs) this kind of sounds fucked up, but it's really not. He loves to do foreplay for the woman, obviously. And the other reason he likes to do it is because if she comes... Which a lot of women can only come from foreplay and not sex. Yeah. Just keep that in mind.
1: Yeah. And men think that it's an issue with them. It's not. No. It's just what turns her on. No. Well, it's just. It's just her sexual preference.
0: But he said once a girl comes and has an orgasm, when he goes to fuck her, her pussy is tighter because she just came. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. You didn't?
1: No, I had no idea.
0: So fucking foreplay.
1: Beautiful. It's
0: to get her off, and it's to give you yourself a tighter pussy.
1: Yeah. Boom. I I swear to God, if all of you don't ace this course, I'm gonna be so disappointed.
0: I straight A students. That's all. That's all I'm taking. All right. My favorite segment. And guys, I apologize if I have a panic attack on this microphone because my friend here, Ghostwriter, decided to light a joint and I don't handle weed well. And I've done a lot of drugs in my day. A lot. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Nothing is crazier than weed. Weed is crazier than PCP, I'm telling you. you're telling me? They're going to come out with studies.
1: Yo, this is terrible information to be spreading to an audience. This is horrible information to be spreading to an audience. No,
0: all drugs are bad. I'm just saying, if you could please stop blowing that in my face. All right, questions and advice. This is truly my favorite part of the show. Question number one. Hi, Sophia. Love the podcast, and I'm so glad you're back. (laughs) I want your opinion on the situation I'm in I just moved to a new city Where I don't know anyone for a job I started talking to this guy from work But neither one of us wanted anything serious And a week after we got fucked up and had sex He texts me and says he actually has a girlfriend Are you ready for this one?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: But she's in prison. And <laughs> according to him, they're in an open relationship. This city I'm in is really small and almost all the guys are ugly. So out of desperation, we kept hooking up. But sometimes I feel guilty because he's probably lying about the open relationship thing. Should I keep hooking up with him till his girlfriend is out in a few months or should I just stop now? Thanks, girl. Um. Have you ever dated a girl that's been in jail?
1: No, never. Really?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That low-income housing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why did you play with your hair like that? Why did you go, really? And then flip your hair. (laughs) No, I think... um,
0: Is it fucked up that I kind of want to say it's okay?
1: It's completely okay.
0: It is? Yeah.
1: She's in jail. All right. If you you go to jail and you think that the person that you're with... (laughs) If you're that naive, then you should just live in that bubble and enjoy that like fallacy.
0: You know what? Can we just... I want you to put yourself in those shoes. You're sitting in a jail cell and your girl comes to visit you week after week after week. Are you chill that she's out there getting dick while you're fucking rotting
1: in there? It's It's okay because when I come out... <laughs> the buzz that I'm gonna have, like when I get out, I'm fucking something new too. Like And then we can go back into being us, do you know what I'm saying? But just I'm definitely, you know, enjoying this night. You're coming to my just got out of jail party, right?
0: I think so. It depends what you're in there for.
1: God damn. <laughs> I didn't judge you.
0: Oh, my fucking... For my underage drinking ticket? Shut the fuck up.
1: For what you got caught for. I didn't judge <laughs> you for what you got caught for.
0: I, I'm i going to give... You know what? In this show, I am more woke. I'm so sorry I said that word. I'm sorry. But I really am, and I'm trying to give more healthy advice. But, like, I'm still a toxic bitch at heart. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fine. Yeah.
1: I really do. I mean... Yeah. It's like... It's helping her deal with the stress of the anxiety you put her through by getting yourself in jail. The least you can do (laughs) is just mind your business for what's going on in the outside world.
0: Focus on your shit and why you're in there in the first place.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Get your mind right.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Do some push-ups.
0: If you go to jail, you lost all your fucking rights is pretty much what we're saying.
1: Oh I didn't. I didn't mean that. I did not mean that. Defund the police. I meant. <laughs> I meant that if you're, if you think that your significant other is not fucking somebody while you're in jail, you're delusional. That's all I meant. That's true. And just accept That's it. True. And it's better when you have some self awareness and some realism with yourself.
0: You know what it really comes down to. I actually know the answer. I know the exact answer for this question. How long is the bitch in jail? That's what it is. It, I'm, a, I'm, real,
1: I'm not going to lie to you. She goes in for two weeks. I'm, oh, my I'm going to take advantage of those two weeks.
0: Hypersexual, just we jo- know. It's, hu-
1: it's humor. I know, it's but,
0: humor. but I think it really oh comes God. down. I don't
1: know what you just leaned in closer to the mic and chanted, hypersexual. No, but- Have I just revealed my deepest experiences? <laughs>
0: No, for real. If if this girl is in there for six months, the guy needs to keep it in his pants. And the. For six months? Shut up. And the mistress. Do you get
1: conjugal visits in the first six months? I was going to ask
0: that. No, I feel like you'll. I don't know how that works whoa, if they're getting conjugal visits and he's still cheating, then like...
1: He's you know. living the best of both worlds because yeah. you're all she's got. <laughs> and you're in the world. You're in the free world. Oh, man, you're living life.
0: If they're in their for... first... being
1: really toxic. It's just humor. Like, it's I've, humor. I've never cheated. I never will cheat. I've well, had one relationship, I did not cheat.
0: Okay, well that's fine, but I'm being honest when I say I have to just say I think it's okay if you're still fucking him if his girlfriend is in there for six years. It's like, you know? Okay. So
1: Whatever you say.
0: It depends how long she's in there. All right, I mean, you next... were
1: cheating on a free man, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just funny how <laughs> Yeah.
0: I have I do have a past with cheating.
1: You're a habitual cheater.
0: Yes. You've cheated on every single relationship Was.
1: that you've been in. you cheat cheated on the guy.
0: What? Yes.
1: You're a hundred for a hundred.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow. But I mean. You are by definition a cheater.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once a cheater, always a cheater. All right. Next one. Here we go. I have been talking to this guy for a while. We have a friends with benefits situation, and the sex is awesome. The issue is, he recently asked if I would be comfortable fucking him with a strap on. I eat and finger his ass, and...
1: Wait, she what?
0: I eat and finger his ass and would be cool if he wanted to use a butt plug, but I don't know about wrapping a dick around me and literally fucking him. I don't really know how to respond, and I was wondering if you ever did this or if you think it's a little weird. I'm totally cool with a gay and bi individual doing it. I'm just wondering if this is something a straight male would ask for. That's a good question. I don't know. I'm conflicted because the sex is great, but it seems odd to me, and I'm really nervous to do this. Please let me know what you think.
1: Oh my! Well, first off,
0: have you ever been pegged?
1: No. Okay. Never. Not a finger. Would you be down? I'm not there.
0: But like maybe.
1: I I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Really? Yeah. But like. Never say never. I mean, to anything ever in life. I'm not saying that about (laughs) Peggy. Yeah. But I'm just saying.
0: So you've never done it? No. I have.
1: I'm sure you have. What? (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: I did it one time as a joke.
1: So only one time?
0: Only one time. It was a dare kind of thing. And I know that sounds very strange to everybody listening. How old are you? It it wasn't that long ago. (laughs) I
1: mean, like four four, ago? four oh, years ago or oh, something. Oh,
0: oh. Anyways, I did it. Uh and even though it was like kind of in this humorous manner, I got a feel for what it would be like. And I have to say, not for me. Not for me.
1: So you had a strap on?
0: Mm-hmm. That's what pegging is.
1: And one well, really? You can't just use like a toy that's not pegging? No, you, also? you
0: strap on a dildo. And penetrate his asshole. And he just a lot
1: harder than you thought.
0: It's hard. <laughs> okay. Wait, thank I have you. to give it to you guys. Thank you. Because I that's that's what I knew I'm not into it, is I was doing like the humping, thrusting thing. You've and... been so
1: disgusted with yourself. <laughs> if, that, if, you, if you took those strokes, you'd be like, what the fuck is this?
0: Well, it made me feel very manly and when i have sex like that's not usually the role Mm -hmm. did you enjoy
1: that feeling
0: what like the manly like the power yeah not really i like to be more submissive in the bedroom to be honest okay you know but i don't know i don't know well (laughs) obviously but i'm also very flexible like I could like try to be like the dominant bitch, mm-hmm. but I, t- yes, I have tried it before. It wasn't in a serious manner, but regardless, it went know. inside so like- his asshole. So it happened and no, I, I so don't So you like said
1: it. somebody dared you to? Yes. So were there spectators? Maybe. So you did this in front of a crowd?
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: So you've performed before. So
0: why don't you?
1: <laughs> yes or no.
0: <laughs> what about you? Uh,
1: I have never paid. pegged Have you ever had before. a girl ask you? What? Yes. You have. Double-digit double times. Wow.
0: Well, like, you're really beg.
1: Like, please. You're like... a pansy. Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. You're all talk. I didn't know. All right. You know what? We just, like, started talking about ourselves the entire time. Let's help this girl. I think if she... Is not cool with it and doesn't feel comfortable with it, don't fucking do it. Yeah,
1: I would say don't do anything that you don't yep. feel comfortable doing. And he shouldn't, if you express that you're not comfortable with it, he shouldn't try to continue and coerce you until you say yes.
0: Right. And then I think her question also is she finds it weird that a straight male would
1: want that. I'm not, I can't judge. If he if he identifies as being straight, then like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, I believe him.
0: I do too. I do too. I think.
1: I think he's just into that.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Enjoy yourself. I don't.
0: I don't think wanting that necessarily means gay or bi at all.
1: And I hope he handles the rejection of you not wanting to peg him well <laughs> and maintains his interest in his sexuality. Maybe
0: you could just hold a dildo with your hand and do it. Cause having it wrapped around, that, having <laughs> you it wrapped really, maybe around her hips like, are
1: better than yours. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she wants to stroke him, or she'd be better at it than you.
0: <laughs> that I think that was what kind of really threw it off for me. Is having an actual swinging dildo there? Like I felt as if I had a dick, an eight-inch dick. Which I would if I was a dude for sure. I had that type of eight inch. I wish you guys eight inch bad
1: bitch energy. I wish you could see her playing with her hair and (laughs) looking so confident while she's saying (laughs) it.
0: Um. Okay, girlfriend. Good luck. You'll be. You'll be fine. You'll be
1: fine. You got this.
0: All right. This next one I love. So get ready. Hi, I need some advice. I have been seeing this guy for about a year now, and I do see a future with him. And recently, we have been talking about moving in together. However, we have been having big disagreements on money. I have worked really hard to get where I'm at, and I am a homeowner. Congrats, girl. Congrats. He rents
1: dump him. Why'd you say it like that? No no way you just shamed him for that. I'm
0: kidding. (laughs) Um... So naturally, he would be the one moving in with me. The issue is that we cannot agree on how to split expenses. He wants to split it 50-50, but he wants his name on the title. I am pushing for he pays significantly less than me, only the strata, but I won't put his name on the title. He thinks I'm not treating him as a partner, but to me, I don't want his name on something that I worked so hard to build, especially so early. He's six years older than me. Da-da-da-da-da.
1: da 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 6 years older is a huge aspect of this, too.
0: Right. Yes, yes. And then she says, I guess my question is, how do you navigate the money talk when you, the woman, make more money? Is him requesting his name on the title a red flag? I don't want to make him feel like he is less of a man or less of a partner, but also it's my property. Not sure how to articulate this to him and would appreciate any advice, criticism. Love the pod, babe. What an amazing question. Wow.
1: Wait, that is mm-hmm. that is a high quality
0: mm-hmm. question. It is.
1: There's multiple aspects of it.
0: There are. There are.
1: Where do you want to start?
0: So I want to start by saying just flat out, I think that you absolutely put your foot down and you do not put him on the title because you don't want to and it's your fucking house. And he can pay significantly less. I don't think you cave into his like 50 50 thing.
1: I I hear all that, but even before I would think about the splits or the money or whatever, mm-hmm. I would, it really comes down to her, for me, her saying so soon.
0: Oh, A okay. year. Yeah.
1: One year. And somebody wants their name on a title. Mm -hmm. What? Wait, actually, that's That's the that's the to me that's the reach. That's that's a. That's the red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six years older. Okay, sees you. He and then and then you're and you make more money. Him moving in with you, it seems like. I don't want to say he's taking advantage of you, but like if you put that on paper. And, and just looked at it, hey, person A, you know what I mean? And like, you're it saying it
0: looks bad.
1: Yeah, I don't, that's not a good, I no. mean,
0: I, I mean, I don't think it looks bad because, I mean, he is going 50-50 and all of that. And I I don't necessarily think he's, like, trying to pull some shit. I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. The fact that it's early on in the relationship, like, that in, is enough to say, yo we're not we're not doing the 50 50 your name is not going on the title yeah but it is very interesting this is similar to a prenup because I had an extremely serious relationship with a guy and he actually made more money than me mm-hmm. and we were talking about marriage And I was, like, 100% prenup. And he looked at me as if I was a fucking monster. And he was like, why the fuck would we do that? We will be together forever. (laughs) Remember, he's making more money than me. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a thing. Like, it's a thing. Wow, he sounds so wholesome. He does. But (laughs) I just... I will always get a prenup. I mean, we've all heard those stories from women that marry a guy that is way more successful and they didn't get a prenup and then he loses all his money and she fucking finds a $100 million company and it has to end up giving him 50% because she didn't protect herself.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I
0: just like went off on a tangent. No, I-
1: <laughs> express yourself, express yourself, let that out. I wish you guys could see like the body language.
0: <laughs> but I think, girlfriend, I think that... It does not make him less of a man, and I understand what you're saying. He might feel emasculated, but that's on him. That's his insecurities. Explain to him how you feel and you love him to death, but lay down the law.
1: Yeah. And and maybe if you want to wait longer to have that conversation, like yeah. you're saying, also, we don't we don't know a t- every detail either. Mm-hmm. He might he might want to put money into the house and improve it or you know what I mean? Like we don't have a ton of information here, but
0: right. Talking about finances in a relationship is a very tricky thing. It's
1: exhausting. Also, It is.
0: It is. it is, and it, And it's hard to navigate for sure. Definitely. All right. Next question. The other day, I found out via Facebook that my ex-boyfriend has cancer. It's lymphoma stage unknown. I feel really weird. I don't miss him or have feelings for him, but we were great friends, not just lovers. I really have no idea how to feel. It makes me incredibly sad and worried, but not in that way, if that makes sense. I told my boyfriend that he has cancer and he was empathetic, but I feel weird telling my boyfriend that I'm actually worried about my ex. The fuck do I even do or how should I even feel? Am I weird for caring? Does it make me a shitty girlfriend for caring about my ex having cancer? Send help. You wanna take this one?
1: Yeah. Go if you don't mind. Um, fly. Do not feel bad about caring that somebody caring about somebody who you used to love right. has a potentially life-ending disease. Absolutely. Sickness. I what? F- I
0: feel bad for people I don't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You might feel bad about something you see on Twitter. Well, right. somebody you love and invested, you, you, you like grew from them and learned from them. Regardless of how it ended or mm-hmm. what the experience was, even if it wasn't a positive relationship, it's still okay to feel Absolutely. bad. Like, that's just how you feel. You don't have to apologize for your emotions. And if your boyfriend is insecure yeah. that your, your ex with cancer is not allowed to get any, you know, sympathy from mm-hmm. you, then, I mean, that's a red flag in and of itself that you should... Definitely be aware of.
0: Yep. I completely agree with that. I think that you do not need to feel guilty about this at all. At all.
1: Do whatever you feel like you want to do. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. She asked, you know, what do I do or how should I feel? You can feel however you want. And this goes for anything in life. Your feelings are always warranted.
1: 100%.
0: That's number one. Number two, what do you do? uh if you want to reach out to him absolutely do it Mm -hmm. and your boyfriend needs to feel confident enough in the relationship to be okay with it
1: yeah he should be supportive
0: absolutely yeah and thank you so much for writing that in
1: yeah thank you for
0: sharing that with me all right i think this is our last question so it better be a banger (laughs) hi i love you but please, but please address on your podcast charcuterie boards. Why the <laughs> fuck are they popular? They just fucking sit at the party and no one touches it. No one wants it. Just get a bag of Cheetos and put it in a bowl. IDK. It's not cool or cute. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I love when these questions come along. They're few and far between.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow, it sounds like you have a lot to say about them.
1: Um, I think that- you're
0: like why the. F-? Fuck, are we talking about charcuterie board? No,
1: I think that she's just upset that some Instagram influencer made it trendy right now to post the meat and cheese and, like, we know you're not eating that. You just want it for the, you know, aesthetic. Right. I fucking hate you. That's kind of like what the question was. You know I, what I mean? I
0: thought you were going to say she is hating on it because they did a better charcuterie board than her. That's the thing. It's like people do competition.
1: Are you saying her question was riddled from insecurity? <laughs>
0: Okay, <laughs> I understand what she's talking about because on Instagram, I don't know if you've noticed because you probably just follow a bunch of like thoughts that.
1: Oh my god! Post- what? I'm re-
0: I've, I've, I'm
1: reformed.
0: I. Oh my god! A man is never reformed. Please. Um, the oh. charcuterie board thing—it's a trend, and people are posting that shit left and right. Like it's a personality trait. It's not. It's not.
1: I'm also not eating um out of a bowl of Cheetos at a group gathering. <laughs> True. <laughs> Pre-COVID. I'm Duh. still not eating those Cheetos. Yeah. Like, absolutely <laughs> not.
0: Someone needs to let these people posting this shit that they're like not following CDC regulations, honestly. And they're like <laughs> promoting fucking bad covid regulations so i guess it wasn't really a question she's just venting yeah which is totally fine with me it's
1: okay they, we'll always they... be that year to listen
0: <laughs> they don't bother me i like pictures of food and i like charcuterie boards except i recently cut out pork because i'm okay. trying to eat less meat that's, that's the... the
1: best thing to cut out yeah no pork on my fork
0: I <laughs> never heard that. Anyways, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Ghostwriter, I almost called you MILF Hunter. Ghostwriter, thank you so much for being here. We we covered a lot. We covered a lot. And I'm
1: exhausted. It's exhausting. Let's go get something, something to eat.
0: Let's have a drink. Uh,
1: dry January.
0: Oh, right. Dry January. Oh my oh, god, guys. My god. Guys, I'm fucking up already. Um, Go follow me on all of my socials if you want. I am like so, I'm like riddled with self-doubt. I just said, if you want. Guys, go follow me on all of my socials. It's a great
1: follow. (laughs) It's a great follow. You won't regret it. High quality social media. It is. I'm a big fan.
0: Thank you. It's Sophia Franklin, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. I just made my first one. You'll see. I'll show you. (laughs) And uh, I have new merch dropping Mm. tomorrow the sweatpants and it's dope there's a a set there's 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 a lot where's mine you'll see
1: it if you pay for
0: it i'll give you my website website by the way guys sophiafranklin.com um thank you so much ghostwriter i love you and that's it see you sleuth